Welcome in to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, I mean always, he means always, she means always, they mean always, you mean always, an instant classic. Danny Duck! Hey, We will see you on the flippity dippity. Oh yeah. Alright, what is going on? Good people back at it again. The Impact Guys, DJ here, Justin over there. I did it right that time. Uh talking a little impact wrestling, a little impact wrestling review. Uh, you know, you we still need to like come this, up with a so. we still need to come up with a name. Like the Impact Guys, I don't know. We did we just hey, have the fans or have the subscribers go down and the you know, choose our names. only fans. No. Okay. <laughs> the impact uh, fans. <laughs> Hey, we're gonna put this on OnlyFans, and you gotta pay to watch us review Impact. There we go. That's just what it is. That's what, That's it, what is. it is. Um, but first off, I know they started with that, and they posted on Instagram too that that kind of twenty years of Impact type of uh, little intro promo type thing they did. I thought that was cool. I, I, I like that the little the little mixture. I think they should do that more often. Like like I get you want to uh, you know showcase your your guys you got on the roster right now, but it's kind of cool. Like I think sometimes people forget the history of impact because impact is impact now, you know, cause like there's a lot of people who I'll talk to and they'll be like, wait, TNA still around. I'm like, yeah, but they call it impact wrestling. So you probably don't know what it is. And it looks a lot smaller than it used to. So you probably don't know what it is, you know? So, so that, that was kind of, that's kind of the issue. Uh, it's funny. Uh, you know, we always talk about like how you shoot the show and um, you know, how much of a difference that makes. And I've been saying this for so long, and finally, uh, somebody proved me right. Uh, somebody proved me right uh, a couple weeks ago. I went to a church. It was, it's a mega church. Uh, it's still a big church, but it's not nearly as big as you think it is. Uh, it's not nearly as big as you would expect it to be when you walk in there. Like, you're still like, whoa, this is kind of kind of nice. But at the same time, it's like, it's not huge. It's not an, It's an arena, but not like the biggest arena in the world. It's not Madison Square Garden, right? It's not... Uh, if anyone knows this, the Greensboro Coliseum, right? It's not anything like that. Like it, it's relatively small considering what it looks like when it's being filmed. So my ploy to impact because they set up their own sets uh, is to adjust their set again. Um, I feel like, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about impact right now. Because, uh, like I said, I really enjoy it, but I think they're not taking advantage of how good they really are. Uh, I, I think for whatever reason, they are losing sight of how good they really are and really can be. Uh, and it's a, it's a little frustrating sometimes because it's like I watched this this church that I was in film like they were the biggest thing in the world, uh, you know, and it wasn't this they weren't in this huge arena or anything like that. It was just the way it was filmed made it look bigger. Uh, and, you know, it's amazing what camera work can do for you. And I feel like Impact, first off, the way they have the seat set up, they have the seat set up for making it look like there's 20 people in the building. Uh, and there was this whole, like, controversy around Impact and the way they, uh, they like, get their fans to come in, like they were letting them in for free or whatever, uh, which I think is also an issue on top of that, if that's still a thing. I don't think it is. But even still, like, I mean, I feel like if people will go around watching these indie shows, People will go around and watch Impact, I feel like. Uh, that's just my thoughts on that. But um, I, 
I feel like I, I saw this and I immediately thought of Impact. I'm like, dang, going to Impact and freaking do this. Why they don't, I don't know. Readjust how people are sitting in your audience. Let more people come in uh, because there's still a fan base for Impact. I mean, you can see it on the YouTube channel. There's still a fan base for Impact. You can see it on our YouTube channel because people watch our reviews, but you can also see it uh, on, you know, their official Impact, uh, you know, their official YouTube channel that people want to watch, people want to see, people will come to the live shows. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think like the way they film it frustrates me sometimes because I think they're almost like downscaling or downplaying themselves. Uh, they're playing themselves, right? That like, they're just really frustrating me a little bit. Cause I'm like, you know, this isn't probably isn't a difficult thing to do. It's just, you know, structure, how you structure it. And I, and I think that, I think, Impact can make themselves look far much more of a bigger deal than maybe they actually even are. But mm-hmm. That's just me. Overall thoughts on the uh, show or, or thoughts on what I just said? Yeah, I kind of want to talk about what you just said, but you know the way they set up. Like, I've never been a big fan of them like shooting tor- like shooting towards the rampway. I, I just never been a big fan of that. It kind of like takes away from like the matches sometimes. And like I kind of understand because like the understand why they do it that way because you know they don't want to like have it like towards like the crowd you know show how small you know kind of small the arena is so they kind of I, I just never understand why they did it that way um but yeah i just yeah i wouldn't mind a like different way they like shoot the show or like um like or even what NXT does, you know, I think they let their fan, I think they let fans come in like for free or, or something like a uh, majority. Like, I think NXT 2.0 does that. Like, you have to like sign up on something and like I don't know, um, Impact could do something like that, you know, like or like get more seats in there. I don't know, do try something. But yeah, well, I different- feel like Ring of Honor has done it lately. Like, you know, when Ring of Honor was like the, and they still are, but. Uh, before, like, you know, they felt like they were like the biggest indie company in the world, but they made themselves feel bigger because of how they had the audience set up. And I mean, plus they had a pretty good fan base at that time too, but I don't think the fan base has tapered down as much as how you showcase said fan base. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I feel like even like recently with Ring of Honor, uh, more so probably like in the past year or so, they've went for more like smaller look, smaller feel. Uh, in 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 a, in a way too, but I, I don't know. Like, it's it's just kind of hard. Like, like I feel like I I just feel like Impact is not giving themselves enough credit. It's just yeah, they they kind of they kind of downplay themselves a little bit. Like, and Impact's been around for twenty years. And speaking of that intro that that, that they did, they I enjoyed that intro. Like, you know, having a little bit of the old school, and then you had some of your new school in there. Like, I hope they keep that around for a while. Like. I mean, it's 20 years of impact and like, you know, Slammiversary's coming up, you know, they're building up towards that. And I said that, you know, every time we made an impact review, I feel like, you know, impact, you know, they do really good at telling stories, you know, they, they do really good at building up for, from each week, which is like, uh, that's why I love that. That's what I miss with wrestling and stuff. Like AEW is definitely not doing that. Like AEW, they're quick to rush into like giving you guys this. Like, because um, you know Tony Khan loves to give what you know give everything. Like he loves to listen to the fans a lot. I mean, yeah, listen to the fans, but like do what you need to do for your company. You know, not listen to the fans most of the time. I mean, yeah, I mean listen to the fans, but um, do what's smart for the company, basically. I mean, yeah, because I think. I think one of their biggest issues is like, 
listening to the fans too much if that even makes sense, right? Because, like, on the surface, you're like, the customer is always right, you know? Uh, well, yes, that's true, but most customers would take whatever you can give them for free, uh, but mm-hmm. you're not going to give away your entire product for free, right? So that's the thing. Like, that. that's what it Like, what they're it, connecting to. more to the hardcore fans. Like, that's what they're, you know, going for. They need yeah. to connect more with the casual fans. They need to pull them people in. Because these casual fans, they're not going to know who these stars are from, like, New Japan or from even, you know, Impact or these, you know, different promotions. You need you need to pull them casual fans in. That's how you expand your company. Well, yeah, and we talked about how character building is kind of missing in wrestling today sometimes. Like, they're just like, oh, you know this guy. Yeah, you know him. Yeah. Yeah, you know him. Yeah, Excalibur like, be saying that. <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, we, who is this man? <laughs> Whose man's is that? <laughs> right. Uh, but let's jump into the review. First off, we started with uh, Alex Shelley versus Trey Miguel in a Ultimate X qualifying match. Uh, this this match was a lot of fun, um, and you know, just almost like a perfect way to 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 start the show. Almost to have like you know Alex Shelley against like kind of the. You know, the kind of the, the veteran going up against the, the you know, kind of young gun and, uh, you know, inform, you know, both former X-Division champions. So it made a lot of sense to, you know, to put them in a match together. Plus, they trained together. Uh, I think, you know, Shelly trained Miguel when he was away from Impact for a little bit. So that was, you know, kind of a cool little tidbit that they added in there to kind of, you know, student versus teacher uh, ty- type of aspect. But, I, I mean, I, I thought this match was good. And, I you know, I like – the passion that both Shelly and Miguel put in the ring, because it really feels like they're really vying for this champion, you know, uh, this chance at this championship, because of course Miguel wants to get it back and Shelly hasn't had it for a while. Uh, and, and, and I like that. I think, I think having that type of an attitude, uh, you know, as, as, as a wrestler is good. Like we talk, we talk a lot about believability and, and, you know, being that kind of believable character. And, and I think, you know, having matches, you know, especially to start the show like this, uh, you know, as a qualifying match, I think is the perfect way to, to showcase how um, how how good these guys are. But uh, what, what was your thoughts on, on this one? Yeah, I thought this match was a really solid opener. Um, I really enjoyed watching, you know, Trey Miguel. He's, he, he's probably one of my favorite wrestlers over there in Impact Wrestling right now. And like I said, this was a very this was a very technical match. You know, from both guys, technical exchange from both guys. Uh, you know, a lot of big high-flying spots, you know, because both these guys are known for high-flying. Um, and I, I didn't know that uh, Alex Shelley helped train Trey McGill for a while. I didn't know that, so I thought that, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool there. Um, I think there was a spot where Trey McGill did a Canadian Destroyer, like, through the um, outside of the ring, like, to the, on, on the floor. I thought that was a pretty cool spot in the match. Uh, even though the Canadian Destroyer is overdone, like, I mean, Casey would definitely say uh, the Canadian Destroyer. And also, you know, the Spanish Fly, th- those moves are way overdone in wrestling. The same guy who wanted it, the Canadian Destroyer done in every match now doesn't like it that it's done in every match. <laughs> or even, um, you know, the, I think the best Canadian Destroyer was back in the AEW. Like, it was during the... I think it was, like, on a pay-per-view or something. It was, like, this big tower of doom and, like, Marco Stunt climbed on to everybody and, like, did a big Canadian Destroyer. It was obviously Bad Bunny's Canadian Destroyer. Come on, guys. I mean, Bad Bunny, he's he's underrated. Like, he's very underrated. But, yeah. But back on this match. Next world champion. Next universal WWE champion. 
It's happening. Uh, but no, back on this match. I thought this match was solid here. Um, Trey Miguel got the win, you know, so he's advancing into the X division. No, no, he's advancing into the Ultimate X match. So, yeah. Yeah, and uh, right now, I don't think, yeah, two more competitors uh, coming mm-hmm. up in this match. You got Ace Austin, Kenny King, Mike Bailey, and now Trey Miguel. Uh, so you got two more guys uh, going to join them in the in the coming weeks. Um, then we had a uh, interview with Josh Alexander and the Briscoes, which I liked a lot. Uh, I mean, three of the most, but now I can say uh, as they're together in the segment, three of the most believable guys in professional wrestling uh, with Josh Alexander and the Briscoes. I, I love them so much. Like, I just like sometimes while I'm doing things, especially if I'm on my computer. I will uh, watch like certain matches on mute or something, but then like I'll turn it back up to listen to the promos. And this was one where I was like, "All right, gotta tune in," you know, because I I just love the Briscoes so much, uh, and you know, of course Josh Alexander too, and you know, just them going, you know, the violent by design aspect of that too is just just a lot of fun, you know, a lot of good workers in 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 that that whole thing, and like even just like the way they've built Diener and Doring, right? Like I, like I remember the first time Diener and Doring came up, especially uh, Doring, we were like, I mean, this guy looks scary, but who the heck is this guy, right? <laughs> like, you know, and they've done a good job of building him up, even if it's literally just as simple as he's the monster of EBD, right? Like, like if, if it's that simple, like it ain't got to be this over complex, ridiculous thing. Like keep it, you know, keep it simple and let it, let it be. Uh, and, and, and I'm glad they've done that, but. Good, good, good backstage promo. Uh, Masha Slamovich, which is the perfect wrestling name, uh, versus uh, Havoc. This match was like this really match was short, a squash. It? It was yeah, like yeah. A squash I was like, match. I was like, maybe I just like was tripping, and it wasn't as short as I thought. But this match was so freaking short, uh, and I thought something like the way they that they kind of just like dawdled around the ring at the end like with rosemary and crazy steve and all of them like i was just like okay something's gonna happen and then nothing happened <laughs> i think they're uh, really trying to make mark masha simovich like to be like a really legit competitor because like i don't i've never really seen anybody for a long time do that to havoc like or like be her that quick or like pick her up and like masha Simovich, she's she's pretty good she's not bad but what was your thoughts on the on the squash match and the backstage promo? I don't really have any opinions on the squash match. I mean, I mean, there's not much really to say about that match. And the promo was good, you know. Like basically, they're saying how they're um, how the Briscoes and Josh Alexander are ready for a villain by design, you know, get hyping that main event up. And then also with the Good Brothers coming in, that, that I think that that's gonna be a very good match at Slammiversary. You know, because um, the Gabbers were saying that, uh, hey, um, if you you guys aren't real champions until you beat us, because you know we we were, you know, pretty long champions over here. So uh, this match is gonna be really good. Like both these teams have really good chemistry with each other, so I'm excited for that. Okay. Uh, moving on to yeah, that the back the back end of that was just weird like it was just weird that they they checked them on her so much and it just felt like something was gonna happen but yeah i, uh, I, I thought it was weird also yeah <laughs> but uh we had the little backstage thing with uh blake christian and kitty king uh which 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 was good i, I hope they i hope like i don't because kenny king's not in that match right i'm not tripping right yeah he's in the ultimate oh match. he is okay i was like i was kind of hoping that 
that they may cross paths in a in a singles. Aspect. Yeah, because they're gonna have a match. He'll probably next. be in the. He'll probably be in the Ultimate X match, won't he? Because they're having a match next week, and it's to take see if he could take Kenny King's spot in the match. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, that'll be that. That should be good. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm like I'm liking you know their their little back and forth. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, and then Chelsea Green versus Jordan Grace. Uh, good, uh, really, really good, really good match. I think they work both work well together. I like this new like leaner uh, Jordan Grace. Like it looked like for a while she was like really trying to bulk up and get really big, and now she's still big, but now she's leaned down a lot, and she just looks it. She just looks more like I think what her aesthetic was supposed to be originally, uh, and it just makes her look that much more menacing, that much more uh, just strong like she just looks like you know she she looks the part now i think and i I, and i I mean i think it's helped her in the ring too it's it's, you know helped her uh you know keep up and be a little more athletic i still would love to see like i still would love to see like what i want to see what is going to happen with uh with her like i feel like she deserves like i mean i know i've uh kind of crapped on her title runs before uh, but at the same time, like I feel like she kind of deserves. Uh, I think she deserves a good heel title run. I think she she'd be fun as a heel. She's not. She hasn't had a real like heel title run. I don't think. But I think she she. she Char- Char- um, you mean Jordan Grace? Uh, yeah, Jordan Grace. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you think? Uh, what, what, was, what was your thoughts on the match? I can't remember who. I think Jordan Grace got the win on this one. Yeah, Jordan Grace the Grace the win on this one. Yep. You know, I, I thought this was a decent match. I definitely agree with what you're saying about Jordan Grace. She doesn't definitely looks a lot slimmer she looks more like muscular i mean she can i mean she has more muscles than me and dj combined <laughs> you gotta have muscles on your muscles <laughs> gotta have muscles on your muscles uh yeah i thought it, i thought it was a decent match here i mean it was nothing like anything too crazy um chelsea green you know, she's been looking pretty good also i mean not gonna lie i mean she, she's looking pretty decent too um i like when she did the uh there was a move uh I like when she did that uh, rolling senton off the uh, off the apron. That was a nice that was a nice spot in the match. Um, you know Chelsea Green. I'm, I like her as this heel character with Matt Cardona. What they got going on there, I, I just like that aspect of what they're doing. Um, and then, you know this basically setting up more for this uh, what you might call it match with the um, queen queen of the not queen of the ring. <laughs> with the uh, Queen of the Mountain match. There we go. So, yeah, basically they send them more for that match. So, I, I like what they're doing there. Okay. Uh, what, I think it was the, uh, the, I don't know, more backstage promo, right? Where it's got the uh, more, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, 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 was, uh, that, that was funny. I, I can't, I don't know what happened. To, uh, I think it was the spear uh, on Maria Canales last, was it last week? Last week, yeah, it was last week, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, so I'm I'm I still like Honor more a lot. I just wonder what they're gonna do with them. Like, I feel like they're they're gonna be like this cool group for a little bit, and then like, I don't know, I know like it's very cliche for them to take over, but I just kind of I've always liked that. Like, I've always liked the little you know, or at least the attempt at the hostile takeover, it doesn't necessarily have to be. Uh, entire, you know, takeover or whatever, but I mean... And I, I wonder if they're going to play any role in, like, that uh, New Japan show that's going to be coming up, you know, with that Forbidden Door. Because yeah. i tell you what, Impact yeah. Wrestling, I think that is a Forbidden Door right there. Because, you know, they brought so many, like, especially that deal what they have with New Japan 
And especially when they brought so many AEW wrestlers in, they, they brought Kenny Omega in, which which didn't exactly do a whole lot of stuff for Impact, but and even you know brought Frankie Kazarian back, you know. So I really think Impact is the true Forbidden Door. Um, I mean, I know they were basically just pressuring uh, Scott Scott and I, th- I thought it, I thought it was good though. Um, Diana Perazzo and Tasha Steeles had a little thing backstage, which was you know a, a lot of fun. Um, I I, I like I them both. I still think Tasha is still growing as we go along. Um, you know, I think she's getting more comfortable with kind of just being herself. Uh, and I know Mia Yim's got a Savannah Evans match next week, a uh, match versus Savannah Evans, I should say. So, you know, that that's just set up to be, uh, you know, kind of fun too with getting Mia Yim back in the ring. Um, any any thoughts on those promos? Not really any on those promos, no. I mean, they, they were just average. I mean, basically, uh, Deion is going to be out there, you know, asked her to be, um, well, Tasha Stills asked um, Deion Perazzo to be there at ringside stuff, you know, kind of form an alliance up, you know. Because I think, is it Deion part of the Queen of the Mountain match? I'm pretty sure she is. Because yeah, I think they're putting all former, like, a knockout, they're putting former knockouts um, champions in that match. Yeah, so I think she is a part of that match. Yeah, so they're kind of, like, forming, like, a little alliance or, like, a little team going on. So, I mean, it is an average problem. And then the thing with um, Scott Demore. And I don't know more. It was it was okay, you know. Like you said, this pressure and Scott Demore into like getting what they want, you know, with a whole hostile takeover. But I thought it's good. Okay. Uh, then we had Saban versus Kazarian. What what was the tagline they used? Uh, uh, the 20, future is 20, now. Oh yeah, yeah. The future is now. Uh, well, it was on Instagram. Uh, the future is now. And what did they say? Twenty years in the making, something like that. Yeah, they, they said something, or they said. Um, that was, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, but they said it was Tom Hannafin. He said the future is now. Yeah. Yep. So uh, it's interesting because, like, you know, people griped on, on Instagram about it, uh, not truly understanding the meaning behind it. They didn't mean, like, the future of impact is now. They meant, like, that's what they used to call themselves back in 2003. Uh, that's why they used 2002. to 2002, yeah, yeah, 2002, uh, when they f- had their first match against each other, I think. Was, mm-hmm. was it their first match or that? I mean, I think that's just what they called each other, too. Like, I mean, they were like, you know, they both wanted to be the future of, of Impact, but, uh, you know, uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, good, uh, You know, good match, two, two veterans. It's so cool to see, like, you know, how Kazarian and, and Saban have evolved to keep their careers going, uh, you know, because wrestling is a, is a tough sport and tough on your body, and as you get older, it's even tougher. Uh, and, you know, these are guys who came from the X Division, so they were, you know, high flyers, but, you know, they still utilize a little bit of that, but at the same time, they know, you know, their limits, which is no limits because it's the X Division, uh, you know, so, uh, but, I, I mean, definitely definitely was good, but I don't know more, uh, ended up attacking them, uh, kind of ending the, the, the whole, like, uh, reunion match here, uh, and then that's pretty much how, how, that, how that went. What, what was your thoughts? Yeah, I thought it was a good match uh, up until the whole I don't know more getting involved, and you know, like like we said, you know, they're just basically you know a whole hospital takeover, you know, trying to just just get what they want, you know, they want to destroy Give impact. Me what I want? Who? who what promo is that? Who, who's Batista? Oh yeah, Batista. Yeah, that's right. I couldn't remember what he was supposed to say. <laughs> Give me what? I, yeah, yeah, I remember. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was that back in like twenty ten? Give me what I want. 
Yeah. Give me what I want. <laughs> yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> no, but yeah, this is a really good match, you know, because this is what I remember, you know, Impact, you know, when I first started watching Impact, I started watching Impact like around the 2006 or so it was somewhere around there and these were two guys that were focal points of impact you know like especially part of the x division and it's crazy to see how much they evolved you know to what they turned into and these guys have really good chemistry in the ring here and of course like you said like you said we had are the more get involved but yeah i'm solid okay uh, moving on to the, uh, was a little backstage, a little squabble with, uh, not squabble, but squabble with uh, Heath and Rhino, um, trying to you know confront I don't know more, uh, you know. So that was that was fun. It's always interesting in these little <laughs> backstage segments because, like, they don't want to fight until security gets there, and they really want to fight. <laughs> and then the camera guy, he's like, the camera guy's going back there, he's going back there, he's like going, trying to go on both. <laughs> on both teams, I, I think that's funny. But that's that that's always uh, yeah, that is always funny. Uh, uh, did you have any thoughts on that, or should we move on to uh, good old Raj Singh and Shiro? Yeah, let's move on to the next match here. All right, Raj Singh and Shiro versus uh, Bupunder Gajar. I, I, I got it. Uh, and W Moore. Bupunder Goocher. I think I thought it was Goocher. Oh, is it Goocher? Oh, sorry. I, I don't uh, know. Anyway. Uh, Bupender, well, well, it's funny because I couldn't say his uh, first name last last time we did a review. And now I can say his first name, can't say his last name. So <laughs> either way, you know, uh, BG, you know, and now I ain't talking about BG James. Uh, <laughs> but the team of him and him and Morrissey versus Sheer, I, I still like Sheer so much. Like, it makes me miss uh, Rohit Raju because I think they just made a cool little yin-yang type of a team, you know, big and small. Uh, type of a team, and it just—I think, I think Shira has been there long enough where he kind of deserves a title in a way. But I think at the same time, like they've never committed to Shira enough to give him a title. Uh, so, like, I feel like tag team titles would be perfect for him. But I feel like it would be perfect if Rohit Raji was there because Rohit could kind of talk, do the talking, and then you know Shira could be the you know the big man on campus. Uh, I think they should they should take my idea and they should go with it. Uh, you know, all credits and trademarks can uh, trademark payments can go to DJ. Uh, you know, uh, I give you my cash up, you know, PayPal, what I make a PayPal for this, uh, you know, for the idea. Um, but you know, th- this was you know a lot of fun, you know, typical tag team match, uh, nothing too crazy. But I, I mean, I'm just really, I really like Sheer, and I, I come on, give my man a chance, give my man a chance. He likes to dance and he likes the fun. I know he wants to uh, probably forget about that, but he will never be able to be forgiven for liking to dance and liking to fun. Uh, what, what was your thoughts? I mean, this was kind of just an average match. Um, I, I thought, I don't really understand the whole chemistry between Bupender and W. Morrissey right now. Like, Bupender. Bupender Gucci. Uh, it was, like I said, it was a decent match. I mean, W. Morrissey, he looked really strong in the match, you know, dominated, um, dominated Shira and, um, uh, Raja. Oh, how, how do you say his full name again? Rohan uh, Raja? No, 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 no. Raj Singh? Raj, yeah, Raj Singh. I don't know why. I was thinking of NXT UK <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> Rohan Raja. <laughs> He's from NXT UK. I yeah. thought you was mixing Red Heat Raju. Rohit Raju, you know, speaking of Rohit, where's he been at? Like, I'm, 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 I miss seeing him on Impact. Like, he can fit this team pretty good. 
Like seriously, he could he could really fit this team good. <laughs> but no, I thought it was an all right match here. No, nothing real else to say about this match. <laughs> all right, sorry, I had to scream my dog. Uh, moving on to the main event. Uh, first, we had that Moose uh, promo backstage uh, with him and um, him and Steve Macklin, Macklin which was mm-hmm. uh, you know you know. Callahan always playing the mind games, and uh, Moose was ready, ready for the fight. Uh, but Macklin, you know, want to make sure that he, you know, that he un- that he that he he is ready for the for the for the match because then they got a match what next week. Yeah, they're having a match next week. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what else? And then we had the main events, but first, uh, any thoughts on that promo? Uh, I thought it was decent. I, I thought I thought it was funny when um. Sam McCallahan was doing this, like little bond games, and then Macklin was like, "Man, he gets like you need get, you need to get uh, Sam McCallahan out of your head, because like he doesn't think that the mind games are being played." Like I, I thought that was funny though; that was hilarious. He was like, "You need to get him out of your head. You need to be focused." So I thought that was pretty cool. All right, main event. So you got the Impact World Champion Josh Alexander, the Tag Team Champions, the Briscoes. Going up against Violent by Design, uh, all, all three of Violent by Design. Is it weird? Like, did Joe Dorian get in this match? <laughs> like, it just felt, it just felt like he never got in this match. Yeah, I don't think he really got in this match. I'm I remember interested. him interfering at the end, but uh-huh. uh, Raven's trying to interrupt my review here. Raven, this is not a hostile takeover. What are you doing? Raven's, Raven's taking over. A hostile takeover. Who do you think you are, Violent by Design, or are you Honor No More? Which one? Which one? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I didn't feel like Joe Doran got in this match at all. I, was, I just got thinking about that. I was going to go to you first, and I'm like, was Joe Doran even in this match, or was he just there? I don't believe so, because I was kind of like um, having a match on in the background a little bit. So I, I don't I don't think he was a part of this match. I mean, I, he did get beat up and stuff, like, when... Um, Mark Briscoe, you know, or was it Mark or Jay? I can't remember which one. But, you know, they took the match out to the outside. You know, that you know that big, huge dive, you know, and everybody's standing out there and, like, everybody gets dived on. That, spot, that spot's way overdone. See? Cheerleading is a sport. Uh, Justin, what was your thoughts on the main event? <laughs> Cheerleading is a sport. I, I thought it was a solid match here. You know, this planting the seeds more towards, you know, Josh Alexander and... Um, Eric Young here, you know, like kind of seeing, kind of teasing us like what we're going to be seeing at Slammiversary. So I thought that was good. And also Mark and Jay Briscoe, you know, they, they're being really dominant now, you know, really stomping them, stomping them. Uh, what was it? Uh, stomping the mud hole. Stomping the mud. Yeah, I, no, I knew, I knew what I was saying, but I can't, uh, <laughs> on Doreen, not Doreen. Uh, sorry. It was. Um, Diener. Dinner, yeah. I was about to call him Cousin Jake for a minute. <laughs> Jake something. Jake something cousin, needs to be a part of this. Cousin something. <laughs> cousin something. Um, but no, like they were stomping him dry there. You know, they were just dominating him. You know, I feel like <laughs> this is kind of sidebar here, but I feel like Casey is kind of, will kind of be like Mark Briscoe. They're literally the same. <laughs> They're literally the same people. Like the way they talk, yeah, they're really the same people. But no, the, it was a really solid match. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. I I thought it was good. I I thought uh, I mean, I thought everybody looked good. I I think 
recently as a late deaners just looked really good. Uh, you know, he just really looked like he belonged. I think, I think first off, you know, at first he kind of was like the outsider of uh, BBD, which I mean, makes sense. He, I mean, he kind of just got recruited in basically uh, if you can't beat him, join him, uh, you know, type of a scenario kind of just got beat up enough to where he had to join him. And then, you know, I think it, it almost was like he was the weak link and then, you know, he kind of just got more comfortable. And now I feel like, you know, he's, he's doing some good stuff. I mean, can't go wrong with the Briscoes. Uh, you know, j- just a lot of good tag team stuff going on in this match. Uh, good tag team things. Uh, not not many Lucha things, but good tag team things. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of, you know, a lot, a lot of good stuff. And then, you know, BBD trying to win by any means necessary with the, I mean, it was a couple times in this match, but I know they got the, they hit him with the flag. Uh, and then, um, because that was the only part Doring actually did. Uh, he hit him with the flag and then uh, the pile driver to, to get the win. Well, no, the flag and then actually the flag was a false finish. And then uh, the hockey mask was the actual, uh, you know, ending blow. The high, hit him with the, uh, Diener hit him with the hockey mask and then they hit the, uh, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was, uh, was Jay Briscoe. I think they got hit with the hockey mask and got the pile yeah, driver. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, uh, by hook or by crook, uh, violent by design, getting the win. Still like violent by design a whole whole lot. Still interested to see what you know how they continue to to uh, to evolve them. But it, it was it was good. I'm, I mean, I, I liked it. Um, I'm excited for this Josh Alexander, uh, Eric Young match. I, I think I think it's going to be a lot of fun at Slammiversary. Uh, they're setting up for a pretty good card, especially. Uh, I, I well, I, I mean, because the Rich Swan match is next week, right? Him and uh. I can't remember Aiden English's name on commentary. Uh, that's next yeah. week, though, right? Yeah, that's next week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hope that kind of spills off and, and actually is a Slammiversary match because I think that will be fun. I think uh, they're trying to set up with Rich Swan and Matt Cardona at Slammiversary for the Digital Championship because mm-hmm. um, they're kind of like having a feud there. But Matt Cardona, you know, he's kind of blowing off um, Rich Swan right now. Saying, right. ah, you, you're not worth it. You're not worth it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, this was a pretty good show. Had its ups, had its downs. Well, had its ups, had its ants. Uh, but any final thoughts you got before we uh, sign off? Uh, it was a solid show. You know, like, like I said, Impact, you know, they have more of the, as of lately, they have been having more ups than downs and stuff. So I, I thought that was pretty good. Um, but, it, you know, I just like how they're, you know, building up to some Versa here. And I'm, I'm happy that Sam McCallahan is back. You know, he's something that's really been missing from Impact. You know, um, and I like how they're you know calling it 20 years of Impact. So thumbs up, thumbs down. I like yeah. that. And I also like how they brought his old theme song back, which which is cool. He's not using the OV, OVE theme song anymore because you know OVE's around and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, solid here. Ball show. Well, uh, as always, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, hopefully, coming up soon, we'll have a Double or Nothing review. I don't know if I'm going to get to watch it Sunday. Uh, I might push the boys to talk about any crazy changes that happen uh, throughout uh, Double or Nothing. I think that would give us a little more stuff to talk about, maybe even in short while we try to uh, get together and actually do a full review. But uh, as always, hope you guys uh, enjoyed. You can always listen to us, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, I mean, you can listen to us on YouTube too, uh, but the video was there. So, if you would rather see, listen, see us beautiful faces. 
you know, yeah, yeah. The uh, you know, because we are beautiful like abyss. Um, you know, so I mean, you won't see Adam's face and you won't see Casey's face because they love to, you know, they don't like to show their faces. That's true. They they, they, they like to hide because they're not as beautiful as abyss. But you know, it happens. It happens. But uh, as always, hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to give me what I want. Uh, and subscribe to the channel and also uh, share the podcast on whatever platform you may be listening or watching on. Uh, as always, hope you guys enjoyed. Give me your thoughts on impact uh, down below too. What, what, what you think? Uh, where can they improve? Uh, how can I get some stock in it so I can tell them where they can improve? Uh, let me know. Uh, you know, I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, you know, I, 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 if Casey can be a manager, I can be part owner of impact. It's fact. Uh, but anyway, as always, hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you guys on the next one. Uh, Until next time, DJ signing off. Justin signing off. Until next time.